gentlemen, this is MGTOW Life, and welcome to another podcast. To all my subscribers, I do appreciate you. So, the topic of my podcast is going to be to be a monk. So, let's get started. Monk status. Hmm. Means a little different to whoever you speak to. And let me preface that a little bit to say that monk means many things the same as red pill and MGTOW mean several different things or many many different things. Depends who you're talking to. So with that being said, if you are a red pill, then you understand the nature of women. You understand what they can do to a man. What benefits women has have always given men, but at the cost or potential cost of a destroyed life. Doesn't mean you'll be destroyed. It just means that there are men being destroyed every hour of every day, of every week, of every month, of every year. Men are being destroyed simply because of their interactions with women. Every interaction is different, every situation is different, and it all depends on what you feel is destroyed, or more specifically what that person feels is destroyed. So, yes, being a red pill, you understand the nature of things, you understand society, you understand how women act, what their nature is and how society panders to women. And (laughs) society is just a leech to men and casts them off at the earliest, at their earliest convenience. So if you go beyond red pill, you become a, a, a MGTOW, men go in their own way. If you become that, then you've told yourself, okay, well, I have to limit my interactions with women on a scale or on a percentage that benefits each individual person that claims to be a MGTOW. And of course, that is just specifically my interpretation of MGTOW, my interpretation of Red Pill. Now, so if you're if you're a MGTOW, you've chosen to interact with as little as possible with women, whether it be a pump and dump, smash and dash, whatever you care to call it, or you just you just avoid them. You uh, you're casual with women. You interact with women. On situations where you have to but beyond that you choose not to and that kind of leads to a MGTOW monk where you're not looking for a relationship at all you're not looking for long term you're not looking for a pump and dump you're not looking for a, a friends with benefits 
you're not looking for any level of interaction with women at all because you are a MGTOW monk. And that's what works for you. Not somebody else, not society. Not women in particular, but that's what works for you. Now keep in mind, gentlemen, that Red Pill understands women to a degree where they're going to take that risk or choose to take some level of risk. And MGTOW, of course, really limits their interactions. They don't want any level of interaction. Of course, when you go to MGTOW Monk, like myself, bare minimums. I'm looking at long term. I'm looking at a situation where I have to get a second car just to make sure that I always have transportation. I have to watch my bank account and watch my investments, my 401k. I have to watch that grow, feed it, so to speak. Because at the end, at the end of the day, when I turn 55, 60, 65, whatever the age is, and I just don't want to work anymore, or my body tells me, hey, by the way, you can't work anymore. I have something to fall back on because that day is coming no matter what. And you've all heard the stories where a man invested his life into a business, never missed a day, always stayed late, was a team leader, blah, blah, blah. And Kind of like, that's just craziness. Kind of like what Mr. Farmer would say, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, did it all. He was the uh, company man, so to speak. They had his obituary written and in the paper before the uh, ceremony for his death even occurred. They had him set up the date for his death. His, uh, his celebration of life, so to speak, at the cemetery. They haven't even set that up, and that business is already trying to replace them. That's how fast they work. Business does not give a shit. Society does not give a shit. Women, for the most part, do not give a shit. Unless you have something to offer, and that's great for the time. They love you for that specific time, opportunistic time. And... Always have a branch out. Always have a uh, the peripherals looking for the next latest greatest because they always want the next latest greatest. They replace you without a moment's notice. Same with your business. That's how life works. So I'm on my own, kind of like Hammerhand, Candel Rican. McTow on the Wind, Sweet Padre, all kinds of men are just saying, hey, well, I'm either a red pill because I choose to interact, I'm a MGTOW because I don't want to interact, or I'm a MGTOW bunk and I choose to just limit that to the absolute most I could possibly do and still live my life for myself not dependent upon anybody for anything ever. That's where I'm at. 
And it's, it's not easy. It, it's not. I see women at age 25 years or older or younger and by age 25 you're thinking well damn they look they look amazing and they're supposed to look amazing interactions with women up to age 25 for the most part are amazing because they're supposed to be we didn't ask for a society for the gonocracy to screw men over at the at the earliest convenience and rake men over the coals we didn't ask for that but at the same time men have propped women up offered gifts cash and prizes signed a financial contract or marriage license and just gave 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 women took 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 because that's all women do actually is take 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 if you don't want to give it to them that's fine the sweetest pie they just go to the they just go to the next person without a second thought they get over a relationship they get over a marriage they get over one night stand whatever you want to call it whatever the interaction is they get over that shit in a heartbeat they honestly do because they don't give a shit that's why being monk for me just for me that that works the best for me only I'm kind to women I treat them with respect but I do not place myself in a, in a position to get fired to get sued to get divorce raped false allegations you name it I place myself in a situation where I limit that to the to the best of my ability. So that's my little rant, gentlemen. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to me while I discuss what my interpretation of Red Pill, MGTOW, and MGTOW Monk, what those titles mean to me and what I am and why. It works for me, gentlemen. I'm hoping that you decide what works best for you. And at any time, if you want to leave Red Pill, go to MGTOW. MGTOW, go to MGTOW Monk. MGTOW Monk, go back to Red Pill. It's going your own way. That's what works best for you. Because at the end of the day, it's your life. It's your risk. It's your... It just goes back to the fact that I don't want you to have regrets. I'm hoping that I will not have regrets personally. I'm, I'm trying my best not to have those. They'll happen. I just want to have as little as possible. But all of us have to live our lives in such a way where we're not going to have those regrets or have as little as possible. Because when it's done, it's done. All right, gentlemen, I appreciate you taking the time. And as always, take it easy. Gentlemen, this is MGTOW Life, and welcome to another podcast. 
to all my subscribers to my podcast, I do appreciate you. Thank you very much. Now, let's get started. The topic of this podcast is going to be use your head. Now, when I say that, (laughs) it simply means that as men, typically from the age of 18 or 20-ish or so, between 18 and 60, in my opinion, is the most valuable time in your life to use your head. Not the small head, the big head. Not as fun, obviously. It's more for long-term thinking, not short-term thinking. The reason I say that is because... Jeez. <laughs> it's obvious, gentlemen. You understand it, but I'll just say it just to say it. Women are at their best physically at age 25. Men are at their best financially between the ages of 40 to 50. Why? Because they want to retire. Do you want to retire? That's what I thought. If you do, do not interact with women. Let those women go. They're just throwing out hooks to land the latest greatest to secure to secure a future because they are consumer based. All they care about is the latest greatest shiniest what's on sale knickknacks and bullshit that they're gonna collect for you know, no reason. <laughs> That's another thing. Fucking women. They will have storage lots, you know, storage rooms of various sizes just to collect their shit. And when you add in the storage fees that they'll have to pay, they could have bought all that shit cash new in three, four, five, six years, whatever it happens to be. So what are they doing? Put it in a storage locker to get dusty when they're paying fees on it. Just It doesn't make any sense to do that. And it also doesn't make any sense to invest in a woman because she never gets better than age 25. The mileage is horrific when it comes to women, their vaginas, how they feel, how it makes it even worth it to lay down with them mileage is not a woman's friend it's it's simply it's not never has been since the days of the cavemen their purpose is to give is to produce children in their prime healthy years so that those kids are healthy and the man moves on that's the way it's always been until until recently with the feminists and the laws I want to say the, the 50s or so when the court stepped in because they saw it as a cash cow 
to put in a to put in a nutshell, gentlemen, do not interact with them if you want to retire comfortably. Travel and work 40 hours or less per week. Do it. You want to be working 40, 50, 60 hours and have the woman at her choosing to say, oh, I'm done, and uh, here's your court date. Fuck. Don't do it, gentlemen. It's, it's just not the smart thing to do. A lot of men are red pill, like red pill on steroids, like Mr. Hate Fishes. They'll do the pump and dump. Well, actually, red pill on steroids is a bunk. So am I, actually. But a lot of men will do the pump and dump, and for the most part, that's relatively safe. Well, relatively. You get the best out of the situation, you get the best from it, and you walk. What should have been done when you were 18 to 25. Show up on the scene, get some action, and leave. That can be done, that still can be done. But it's becoming harder and harder to do that without a court date. Not saying it's wrong, it's just something I don't, I don't choose to do because it's just too dangerous. And that's just my humble, biased opinion. But beyond that, interactions with women, I mean, shit, you can pass up. <laughs> Tom Likas used to say this a lot, and uh, <laughs> you could pass up Valentine's Day, holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Pass up all these parasitic holidays for men to suck money out of your wallet. You can pass all of that shit up and say, hey, I'm single, or say I'm not married, because that's the truth. You're not married if somebody asks you. But you're not going to be the person buying gifts, buying diapers. Making child support payments, making alimony payments, which is absolutely stupid. You can skip all of that. All you have to do is use the big head. Do not use the small head. For that couple of minutes of pleasure, which I understand. I've, I've been there. It's fantastic. I understand. That it totally makes sense. But do not let the small head override the big head and get the whole body in trouble and basically rape your wallets. Nope, you always have that choice and gentlemen you always have that choice to leave them alone. Use the big head. So that's all gentlemen. I do appreciate you taking the time to listen to my little rant. <laughs> about my biased opinion on the drive home from work and what I've learned through life, what I've gone through and how I would do things over again if I was 20, 25. Of course, I was horny as fuck. 15, 20, 25, 30. 
So I do understand, I, I do understand how difficult that is. I do, I do. But if I had a choice to do it all over again, <laughs> no kids and I'd be traveling and I'd be just chilling. Maybe retire early. A lot of those choices have been taken away. Not all of them, but a lot of them. All right, gentlemen, again, I appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the time to uh, listen to me. And uh, as always, take it easy. Gentlemen, this is MGTOW Live. And welcome to another podcast. I just finished watching a uh, short live stream from Mr. Elite with Mike the MGTOW Man. And it looks like, <laughs> looks like those two gentlemen are having themselves a good time. That's what I want to see. Two men in a bar, whatever, tossing back some beers and having a good time. Enjoying their lives as free men. That's what I want to see. So I tell okay, t- I tell you what, gentlemen, there's too many bitches out there trying to get a hold of your money, either with a little wink and a smile or through the legal system. They want your cash, and if they can do it tax-free, shit, they'll do it. Just like MGTOW Newbie, he had on his latest podcast... (laughs) Oh, shit. These dumbass bitches, man. They want to come in and do menial work, like clean your apartment. That involves no real skill. That involves no real, you know, education or degrees or certifications or diplomas or any of that bullshit. They want to go without that. They don't want to earn that, but they want to come in and take some cash off you tax-free. Yeah, fuck all that. That's some dumbass shit right there. But if you let them, they'll do it. Fuck, there's a there's a neighbor that I have that uh, owes me money because I was a dumbass and loaned it to him. I was a dumbass. Fuck, I won't do that. that fuck, I won't do that shit again. I'll tell you that. My money is my money. I'm not going to be uh, doing any kind of loans or any other kind of bullshit. I'm not going to do that. My goal is to get a backup car so that I have one to fall back on in case I have to. And I finished my motorcycle, so that's, that shit's finally done. Now it's time to get my uh, transportation situation, make sure that's solid, and continue having my best life on my terms without having to deal with women, without having to deal with the drama and the bullshit, because just about every woman you can think of out there in your age group doesn't matter the age group. <laughs> Those dumbass women are uh, single mothers. Looking for some more tax-free handouts. 
They'll take your money with a smile and a wink and muck your brains to the next one, gentlemen. Don't do it. Just don't do it. The three philosophies of MGTOW are no cohabitation, no marriage, and no kids. You keep that shit straight, and you have choices in life. You choose not to do that, there is a, a, a huge chance that you're going to wish that you had done that, that you're going to wish that you had listened to the words of either Tom Likas or people within the Big Tell and Red Pill community and their words of wisdom because they learned the hard way. Don't be like those men that have learned the hard way. I know I have. I know several men have. Be smart, gentlemen. Don't fall into the game of just uh, propping women up, propping their dumbasses up and giving them free cash because they'll leave you in the cold, broke, and wishing you hadn't done that. It's not worth the squeeze, gentlemen. It's not worth the squeeze. It's not. Anyway, gentlemen, I do appreciate you taking the time to uh, listen to my little rant. And as always, take it easy. What's going on, gents? This is MGTOW Life. And welcome to another podcast. To all my subscribers... Thank you. The topic for tonight's podcast is going to be women for false law and yes, you've heard it all before, but it is a bait and switch. So let's get started. When you talk about women, it's almost like you're talking about a used car salesman. Now, I know I've talked about that before on my other podcast, but it bears to be uh, said again, it's that important. Women are masters at walking the walk and talking the talk. They know what to say and how to say it, the tone, the words, everything. And it's funny because you can catch them off guard if you're if you're waiting for it, if you're prepared for it. You can catch them off guard the very first conversation that you have with them. But they quickly adapt. Very quickly. And hell, they, they should. To be honest with you, they should. They're wanting cash and prizes. They're wanting to not be homeless. They're wanting to brag to their friends that they got this good man this man that stepped up that he's that he's he's a, he's a good man they're quick to just brag about that they they accomplished that because they know before anybody else before anybody else can tell them this they know that they are a depreciating asset the best they're ever going to look is the day before you met them. 
because they age incredibly fast. They honestly do. And let's say that uh, you got schooled by this car salesman. She schooled you. She told you what you wanted to hear. She showed you what you wanted to see. She gave you in the bedroom what you wanted to get. And yes, they know all about that too. If they're worth, if they're worth anything, they know all about that as well. But they landed you. And every day forward, by the time you guys move in together, which is another one of their goals, to share bills to make their lives easier. Not yours, theirs. It's all about hooking you in, getting you to pay some bills, getting you to, you know, to chip in, to chip in your half and, and slowly get gets more than half. And because you're such a responsible man, because you make such good money, they're going to want you to pay more and more and more. And because they just want to be a mother, they just want to help out, they just want to, uh, to raise kids and, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, it's all a big fucking scheme, dude. It's all a big scheme. They know what they're doing. They have a couple different paths that they can choose either to be a mother and get alimony, unless, of course, you're in Mr. Hate Vicious, uh, his town, Albuquerque, New Mexico. They don't have alimony in uh, New Mexico. Same goes for Albuquerque Bandits. Those two guys live relatively close to each other. And they'll tell you there is an alimony in the state of uh, the state of New Mexico. There's all kinds of freaking single mothers out there getting their child support checks. They can't get alimony. But they're going to get whatever they can get because it's tax free. It's guaranteed. And if they sniff a little extra money that you're coming that you're coming into that you're making the raise or that you're making some extra money, like what happened to Hammerhand, again, they know what to do, how to do it, who to who to talk to, what to say. They know the whole thing. And they know that you don't know. Yeah, you heard that right. They know that you don't know. I know Hammerhand knows, he definitely knows, he is a person that red-pilled me and changed my life. So if anybody knows, Hammerhand knows. Doesn't mean that his ex isn't playing games though, that's for sure. It's all about making that tax-free income. It's all about doing that, especially in New Mexico. That's a huge thing, according to Mr. Hay Bishop, that's a huge thing. But back to what I was talking about. You got schooled, you got played, you got some kids in this wonderful fucked up state of California. That's a that's a bad deal. Now you got some alimony, you got some child support coming. Based on whatever fucked up formula they have, because it's trust me, it's it's real it's really inflated and it's made to have you make some other incomes for some other people some other lifestyles for some other people beyond your kids, way beyond that, way beyond that. But before you get to that point, like I had mentioned, they're going to give you what you want in the bedroom and then slowly, quietly, 
real quietly. Give you a little less. Give you a little less. Make you work more. Make you do some more cleaning. Make you do some more, more chores and more errands and more honeydews and more this and more that. It gets more and more expensive to get less and less quality sex. The ratio starts to tilt ever so quietly, ever so slowly. They pack on pounds and don't drop the pounds back off. Because what, what are you going to do? Are you going to leave her because she gained weight? Hey, you can leave anytime you want. Just leave your wallet behind because your wallet is no longer yours. Leave it anytime you want. If you cohabitate, share some uh, utilities and they can prove through common law if common law is a thing in your state. If they can prove that you live together, I think it's like six weeks or something like that. And of course it varies through state and through county. But through common law marriage, you can get screwed that way and be uh, financially tied to this woman that you thought was perfect that walked the walk and talked the talk and did everything you'd you needed her to do initially to land you to get you to sign some papers once you did that and she knew that you did that she quietly started turning things off started th making things less available and you had to do more to get those things that's the game gentlemen they're gonna give you everything that you ever could imagine that you're even bragging to your friends that you landed a good one. No, you didn't. AWALT, gentlemen. A-W-A-L-T. AWALT. All women are like that. That's never been more true. Never been more true than this year, 2019. It's never been more true. AWALT. They are all like that. They're all going to sell you that, sell you that, that used car. That depreciates by the second, just like they do, and they know they do. That fancy car with all the curves, it's going to get more expensive to maintain, but it's going to be worth less to everybody else as the days go by. But you're already locked in, so, <laughs> or at least your wallet is. You're locked in, you can leave any time you want to. But it's going to cost you. Ah, uh, gentlemen, it's it's just a big game. It's just a big, organized, bait and switch. Like I mentioned for the title of this podcast, it is a bait and switch. It all it's all amazing and wonderful, and and either cheap or you know close to close to free. It's all wonderful. It just quietly gets more expensive and you're given less and less until you realize you wake up one morning thinking well fuck what, what the hell did I do and it's it's been too late for a long time I see men I see men all the time on the streets I see them all the time they got, they got that look on their face because they are screwed their wallets being held prisoner the more they make, the more she's going to take. Ah, it's just a, just a damn mess. The bait and switch, gentlemen. Do not be a victim of the bait and switch. 
your friends are, people that you know are blue-pilled, people that you know were raised in a gynocracy to prop women up, put them on a pedestal, and not realize that they become a depreciating asset that just becomes more and more expensive with the whining and the bitching. All of a sudden she's buying pizza for dinner instead of making dinner. All of a sudden she wants to go down on her but she's, she's not going down on you anymore. Oh yeah gentlemen, that's, that's just the way it goes. If you fall for it, do not fall for that bait and switch, gentlemen. Don't be one of the uh, people within that gynocracy that are a statistic. Happened to me. I know it probably happened to somebody that you know. Don't be that person. Anyways, gentlemen, I do appreciate you taking the time to listen to my podcast. And as always, take it easy.